And uh, this, uh, this is a top three podcast. Three, two, one. up everybody welcome to a top three podcast where we honor the time old tradition of listing our favorite things and arguing about it my name is dave jackson joined by the regular top three crew aaron angle sup alan nichols hey everybody and fan favorite bloodbath mcgrath hi listeners i just want to say unfortunately i've had to move across town recently and I no longer have the pleasure of living across the street from Aaron Angle. I'm going to miss his the pungent aromas that fill the street air when his septic <laughs> tank overflows. I'm going to miss him rummaging through my garbage. I'm going to miss him standing outside shouting at the sky. I'm going to miss him crying in the driveway, asking, why, God, why? And I'm going to miss him... <laughs> Door dashing both Taco Bell and Arby's so we can have French fries from one place and tacos from another. <laughs> like make them pick it up on the same trip. That's very funny. That's very funny. I will also miss going through your garbage. It's oh, it's really that. it's um it's it's tough, but I, I think you guys if you if you make the commitment, you can still do your regular routine of standing naked outside the other person's bedroom windows, leering inside. It's just going to take a little drive now. Uh, you know, it's not quite as easy, but I know how much you guys care about each other, so I, I have faith you guys can make this work. Oh, we can make it I work. I, will, I don't drive with clothes on most of the time, so it's pretty easy just to swing on by and stand in front of <laughs> Put his... your butthole up to the window. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's all right. I put together like a little like going away package for bloodbath. That's just basically like pinup style, pinup girl style pictures of myself wearing nothing but what a baby would wear. So. (laughs) Before we get into our today's topic, this episode, as always, is brought to you by the Rat Hour with Rat Boy podcast and Rat Boy's new podcast called Blood Reds Mad focusing on the Cincinnati Reds. So, uh, guys, what is coming up on Rat Boys Podcasts in the near future? All I'll say is you keep Rat Boys' name out your fucking mouth. (laughs) (laughs) You keep his wife's name out your fucking mouth. (laughs) Uh, Now I'm scared to talk about it. That's right. You don't talk about it. All right, we're taking Bloodbath's advice, and you're just going to have to tune in to the Rat Hour with Rat Boy and uh, the Blood Reds Mad podcast. Uh, I think the Rat Hour is going to focus on you know the the opening weeks of the Cincinnati Reds season, and then Blood Reds Mad is going to focus mostly on Citrus. Uh, I think I think that's how those podcasts go. Anyway, you got to check Sounds out. Sounds about right. The uh, yeah, yep. check out the shows to find out. Um, really don't want to, you know, offend Bloodbath and or Ratboy any more than I already have in this episode. You know, Craig's on it too, but like, I I actually don't even know why I said that out loud. It's really not that important. (laughs) Yes, Craig's on there, so you can expect some Kirby talk uh, fit into the uh, 
the detailed baseball breakdowns. So on today's episode, we're going to be talking about the top three things we would do with $100 billion. But the key thing here is that these are selfish things that we're going to do with $100 billion. So we are not ending world hunger. We're not curing cancer. We are not fixing global warming. We're doing this all for ourselves. So uh, I don't know about you guys, but I started to think about like, what would I do with $100 billion? And I just like came up with the same things I would do if I had $100,000. Like basically, it's all stuff that's like, <laughs> it's all stuff that's Unlimited like, uh, <laughs> yeah, like, what would I, what would I do if I had a bunch of money, like more money than I have right now? Uh, I would probably not care about getting guacamole at Chipotle anymore. Like I would not second guess that. Mm, extra guac. Extra guac. Just yeah. give me a side, give me all the guac you have. Yeah, just give me that tub of guac. Just pull it right out of the assembly line there and just give it to me. I I kind of agree with you. I uh I really wanted like the the when I actually thought about it, like I, I had to put selfishly in there because if I'm thinking about it right now, like I definitely if I inherited that amount of money would go super duper practical with it. Like, you know, I would I would just improve because I'm already like fine and happy, but I would like improve like the little things like my thread count for my bed sheets would go up, you know, <laughs> like the thickness of my toilet paper would go up. The longevity of my shoes, socks, and underwear would be would go up. Uh, but I'm really excited to hear these uh, ones, especially First of all, Aaron. We all know you don't wear underwear. You don't have bed sheets, and I would if I had a hundred billion dollars. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like if Aaron had any, like you know. Seven, uh, you know, seven figures of any kind, at least. Like he would just be the hedonism bot from Futurama. He would just be pouring chocolate all over his body. <laughs> I would start talking like this all the time. <laughs> uh, all right. So, if this is your first time listening to the show, the way it works is we've all chosen our top three things that we would do with one hundred billion dollars. We're going to go around and take turns, uh, like. Everyone does their number three first, then their number twos, then number ones. Honorable mentions, lightning round. And then at the end, we have lots of listener top threes this time, which uh, we are going to have a good time reading and calling everybody a piece of shit for the the horrible things that you're going to do instead of curing cancer and stuff like that. So with all that said, I am going to get us started with my number three, which is, uh, you know how like, no matter where you live, there's some like regional restaurant that you really want to eat, but like you can't because you live in Ohio and there's no In-N-Out Burger in Ohio. Or like I live in Korea and there's no Wendy's in Korea. And sometimes I'm just like, fuck, I really want like a junior bacon some cheeseburger. Nugs. Well, with a hundred really billion dollars or a baconator with a hundred billion dollars, I am going to bypass all of that and just be like, you know what? I want a Wendy's fucking open a Wendy's right across the street from me. And I have a hundred billion dollars <laughs> to make that happen quickly. And then, so like my neighborhood, I would just like keep buying up all the property in my neighborhood. My neighborhood would just be like all the restaurants that I want near me, basically. And, or, you know, I could just, you know, I have a hundred billion dollars. I could just be like, hey, take the fastest plane on the planet 
and go get me a fucking Baconator and bring it back here. Like, <laughs> I'll want it tomorrow night. Bring it. Or like, I, fucking put a put the Wendy's grill on the plane. I don't care. Like, just whatever I can do with this money. There's probably wild shit that like billionaires can do with their money that I can't even conceive of. Whatever it takes, get me a fucking Baconator in six hours. So, so, but wait. I mean, you saw Richie Rich, right? He had a McDonald's in his bedroom. I don't. I don't, I don't think I want a McDonald's in my bedroom. You know, that's uh, <laughs> a lot of grease. Well, I mean, you could. Yeah, a lot you of. You could probably have more. That you could probably have like a couple rooms in your house if you had a hundred billion dollars, and still have enough for a McDonald's. I'm just thinking out loud here. Like you could have a food court. Well, it could be like even if I'm not going with like a Richie Rich mansion, I just want access to whatever food I want. Like if I'm, I'm in Korea and there's no Penn Station and I'm like, I really want a Penn Station Philly cheesesteak. And I'm just like, you know, who, whoever my assistant is, I'm like, here, here's fucking $500,000. Make it happen. <laughs> so that's my number three. And that's definitely way better than just like getting, because I, I, I know one of our answers involves somebody just flying anywhere that they want to uh, whenever they want to get a meal out of country. So two ways you can bypass this, Dave, you can do what you said, buy up a bunch of land and put whatever on that land that you want to, or two, get like a really, really good like at home chef and just make sure they keep like the exact ingredients of certain restaurants. You got a hundred billion dollars. If you want to give Penn Station <laughs> a couple hundred thousand to get their recipe, like you do it. <laughs> And your fucking personal chef will make it. I, uh, I'm, I'm totally on board with you, man. Especially like if you're still in Korea and you don't have access to like what would be like almost like home food to you. Like I gotta tell you right now, I don't love Wendy's and I don't really eat a lot of Wendy's. But if all of a sudden I did not have the option of having Wendy's, I would be yeah. on like, fire, dude. Like, like twice a year, you would be like, man, I really want Wendy's right now. <laughs> One of them spicy chicks. Hell yeah. yeah, dude. I was just, when you said like hire a private <laughs> chef, I was just thinking like, I'm going to take like the top chef from like the most prestigious chef, you know, university or whatever the fuck they call it. And I'm going to be like, yes, uh, Mr. Best in class or Mrs. Best in class. Like uh, your first assignment will be to make some Mac sauce. <laughs> You just hire that. What was that You're, chef on our absolute <laughs> units? He's like the White House chef. He's like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah I'll just, just hire, that just guy. hire that guy. I pay him like seventy thousand dollars an hour, and just be like, yes, give me your finest Mac sauce, sir. <laughs> Please. <laughs> All right, uh, Aaron. What's your number three? All right, my number three, and. This is something that I've always thought would be really, really cool, but I'm going to have to like modernize it a little bit. Uh, my number three would be to have my own uh, like internationally renowned streaming service and just have it consist of all of the things that I want to watch all the time so that I don't have to package anything. So that in itself sounds kind of really silly. All right, so you want to have your own streaming service, so whatever the fuck you feel like watching, you can throw on and watch too. But I would take it a step further. I would uh, hire like writers and creators of shows that I love that had been, I think, what I would feel would be like improperly canceled, and give them the money to revive some shows that I really love, <laughs> like uh, like Firefly. 
You know, like I would just throw money at Joss Whedon, even though he's probably a giant piece of shit. I would throw money at him and his people to revitalize Firefly. Or I would throw money at like, I don't know his name, but the guy who created Ren and Stimpy. Like they they left on bad terms with Nickelodeon. I would throw money at a guy like that and be like, hey, dude, I have my own streaming service. I'm giving you 100% complete creative freedom. Go out there and make the cartoon of your dreams or blah, blah, blah. Like certain shows that I felt like have been limited by the channels that they are on. I would give them the HBO green light to do whatever the fuck you want. I've said forever how cool I think it would be to have my own TV station, right? Be able to play what I want to play. But those things don't, (laughs) TV stations aren't like really like a thing anymore. Uh, So I would have my own streaming service. It would have the best of the best in my mind, all the TV shows, movies, documentaries, access to whatever sports package I wanted to watch. I would bring all of that into one realm. And I would also like to save a little part of it for like, like like I said, like revitalizing TV shows, I feel like we're improperly canceled. So if I had a hundred billion dollars, that would be something that I would 100% do. So that is my number three is to have my own streaming service with everything on it that I love. <laughs> everything you, that you love. You lost <laughs> You lost me for a second there uh, when you were talking about revitalizing shows because I feel like if you just wait a while, they're going to remake and, and uh, reboot and, and uh, serialize every single piece of media that's out there. Like they're constantly doing it. And like most of the time it's not great. It's true. So I kind of feel like right. I feel like you were gonna like just set yourself up for failure. But then when you kind of said you just find these creators of shows and properties that you like and that you would just like give them money to do whatever, whatever they wanted. They wanted. Like, no restrictions. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's pretty legit. I think that's a, a pretty good idea. You would uh, be I'm kind of you'd be like that. a like an old timey patron. Like old like composers would have patrons that are just like, hey, you know, fucking Mozart, like I will give you like a hundred thousand dollars a year just so you can make music and I can listen to your music. I don't know if that's how much they gave them, but you know, Aaron, so that's Aaron, that's what that Aaron would be doing. Billion dollars, yeah. <laughs> Aaron would be, but Aaron would be patronizing, like I don't know, just like <laughs> just <laughs> Hell's Kitchen. It would yeah. be Hell's Kitchen. <laughs> just, Aaron like, would be patronizing allowed, just yeah. Gordon Ramsay. You're allowed to yeah. fight, and there's nudity. <laughs> And every episode has a cake <laughs> challenge. <laughs> Nudity. They're nude in the kitchen. That violates the health code, buddy. Welcome to hell. Aaron would bring kitchen. around the new renaissance. You know, Aaron. Yeah. Aaron's that kind of benefactor. I would. I would like to think having something like that would be perfect. Now it's like, how do you? How do you commercialize that? How do you build? How do you make money off that? Like, how do we get this into? The, I don't want this for everybody. I, I want this for me. This is, yeah. I, I am past the point of making money at this point. I, I do not care. I'm never working a day the rest of my life. Like I am paying people to do stuff over they what you do. Would I give Bloodbath my, uh, uh, my angle flicks password? Sure. You know, cause I love him, <laughs> yeah. but there, it, it would be, it would be like that Wu-Tang album. Only like eight people would ever know what it was like. <laughs> <laughs> but would you, would you also like take Bloodbath's like biggest wishes as well or bloodbath is like yes. i really want um i don't know i i really want like more seinfeld yeah i was gonna yep, say like bloodbath's like i really yep. want larry david and jerry seinfeld to make more seinfeld would you pay yep. for bloodbath too yep 
Yep. Anybody yeah. on top three? Uh, go ahead and say Ryan Arrington, my mama, my sister, not my older sister. Uh, and uh, <laughs> let's say Alan. No, let's say Alan. Yeah, No Beatles stuff. Alan's on top three. Also, that. you didn't have to name Alan outside of that. I feel like I had to get, like say it a second time extra. so people knew I was being serious. Nope, does not mean that. <laughs> And if you don't chill out, you're get, I'm getting rid of your Angle Flicks account. <laughs> but I still get the first one, right? Because I get two. Two devices. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah, it's fine. All right. All right. <laughs> Alan, what is your number three? Uh, I actually, I went through a lot of them. So I, I kind of looked at it a little bit different, I think, than Dave definitely and probably Aaron also definitely. Uh, because I was like, I looked at it how do I selfishly spend $100 billion? I like that. And not, you know, so like, I, I looked at it almost like a Brewster's Million sort of thing, where <laughs> I got to spend this money, man. I got to spend $100 billion, which is tough if you think about it, because I had no idea what $100 billion was until I really thought about it for a, a significant period of time. Uh, I mean, it's enough money to fill, like, a swimming pool with $100 bills. I mean, which is something that maybe i do, but it wouldn't make top three things that I would do. Um, so, I guess, I don't know, I had a hard time figuring out exactly what my number three was going to be, but I think that what I'd like to do is I would... Purchase the Pittsburgh Steelers, <laughs> and I wouldn't let them ever field a quarterback ever again. <laughs> Wait, do, do do former do former college quarterbacks turn wide receivers count? Nobody that can throw the ball more than five yards. <laughs> Damn it! Are you saying the Steelers' quarterback is going to be Dave? Yeah, I was just going to say like he's, Alan's going to pay me. Like highest quarterback <laughs> in the league money to just go be the quarterback 80, with the current skill set that I year. have. Yeah. <laughs> he throws the ball backwards. <laughs> like he, he, he like buys the Steelers and trades all their first round picks for seventh round picks. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm also I'm also me and I don't want to get hit by anybody because like I you know, I'm me. I'm not like a, an athlete. So like I take every snap and I immediately just take a kneel or I take every snap and I immediately I turn around and punt it backwards into like the other end zone. I still feel like we would win half the time against the Browns with that strategy. Al, Alan doesn't I mean, let so, the players have shoes. Yeah, right, exactly. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm going to be running a bare bones operation. I'm not spending a hundred billion dollars on the Steelers. I'll pay what I have to <laughs> pay to get the Steelers. <laughs> then I'll have you know, to share a toilet. <laughs> it's going to be like Major League, right? <laughs> All in one room. Yeah, exactly. It's exactly like Major League, except I'm never moving them out of town. It's, it's going to be shitty forever. You're going to just increase only drafting their local players. footprint. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You're only drafting players from Hofstra, and that's it. <laughs> oh, that would be a really funny thing to do. Just be like, no, I'm um, 
I'm only filling out the team with players from the Louisiana Lafayette Ragin' Cajuns. Like all seven of our draft picks and then all of our undrafted free agents. We're just signing that year's team. Hell yeah. That means uh, Ike Taylor would still play. That's awesome. That's pretty cool. Swagger. Swag you. Uh, that's a good pick, dude. Yeah. There's there's a lot of there's a lot of malice behind that. I think that's yeah. Pretty, yeah. I, and I think I, I think oh, that's going to be a theme with Alan's picks, malice. I I also yeah. kind of found that like mine weren't so much selfish as they were vindictive. So like you know, <laughs> I, yeah, kind I, of the same I, thing. We learn things about ourselves on this show, guys. You know, <laughs> that's what's going to happen at the end of, of the show. You know, guys, <laughs> I learned something today. <laughs> <laughs> Just starts playing like the toy piano. <laughs> i can edit that in for sure um bloodbath what's your number three all right so for not my number three uh thing i would selfishly do if i had 100 billion dollars two chicks at the same time fucking a man <laughs> fucking a man and i figured i could work something like that out chicks dig dudes with money you think all chicks that's all they want is just money the kind that would double down on a guy like me do. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, done. well done. Well, well done. I, well done. I, I low key like that. Like is sort of low key my true answer, but I'll give you something more substantial. So, uh, if I had a hundred billion dollars, I would block out the sun. <laughs> hear me out on this. I take a couple billion dollars. And I invest it into my own nuclear power plant because we all know that nuclear energy is the safest cleanest, most efficient form of energy that exists. Uh, This podcast is brought to you by the Nuclear Safety Commission. (laughs) I build my own nuclear power plant, uh, and then once everyone is using my electricity, I erect a uh, 1,000-foot metal uh, (laughs) circle uh, with a huge retractable arm that hovers uh, 10,000 feet in the air that blocks the entire circumference of the city uh hundreds of miles in each direction uh pure darkness uh no chance for any sort of solar energy all the plants will die all the trees will die all the birds will leave uh bats will infest the town uh and then people will have to spend all of their money uh buying my electricity um and i know what you're thinking it's not about getting any richer it's just about uh, grinding everyone's bones into dust. I just you just have to annihilate everybody. <laughs> I also want to point out right now I have a pretty sweet handlebar mustache that I'm twirling. I'm wearing a black turtleneck, so I'm very evil tonight. Very, very, very old timey villain. <laughs> stroking a hairless cat. <laughs> Flying in a zeppelin. Ah, <laughs> uh, dude, that would have been a good answer too. Just just turn everybody onto zeppelins. Yeah, I will spend spend my entire $100 billion fortune to bring Zeppelins back. (laughs) Uh, But that's my pick, so. And that's what it speaks to, man. It's exactly what it is. It's like, when money is meaningless to you, how do you challenge yourself? What are your goals? When you can do whatever you want at any time, it's like, how do I actually live my life? How, How do I do those things? And the answer is, Make more fucking money. Bloodbath, I'm 100% in on you with this, especially the part where all the birds go away. I just don't like them. <laughs> so, so I'm, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm in, I just, 
Yeah, just they do not sit well with me, birds, just generally. So I, I'm all Bye. on board, bloodbath. Question: Could I live with you when you turn off the lights to the world? Uh, in this scenario, you're never more than two feet away from me at all times. Is, is <laughs> never. It, are, are we linked by a chain? <laughs> not physically. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm. More in a metaphysical sense. Spiritual way. I'm taking off my shirt. (laughs) (laughs) And by getting rid of all the birds, bloodbath, you mean getting rid of all the government drones, right? Exactly. (laughs) So this is a this is a benevolent fantasy, actually. Yeah, this is a benevolent fantasy. No more solar powered (laughs) drones. Bloodbath the government now. (laughs) The United Uh. States of Bath. (laughs) USB USB that's funny that's funny you evil bloodbath you evil I damn right I'm gonna get into my number two and my number two is uh, people who know me know that I like to play video games and one of the uh, kind of issues with video games and like the industry as a whole the same with like a lot of entertainment industry is that like when people have weird ideas it can be hard to get money to do it you know kind of like kind of like Aaron's number three you know so I'm going to just basically fund a bunch of video games with weird ideas that sound cool to me so it's like oh you want to like I want a Pokemon game but I want it to be like Doom and you're just like slaughtering Pokemon Okay, I'm going to pay somebody like $500 million to make like the best fucking game ever, but it's like you just go around and you're just like shooting Pokemon with a shotgun. I'm going to make that game. I'm going to f- I'm going to pay Nintendo so much that they can't <laughs> say no. I actually like, really really like that idea, man. Like you could just go on Kickstarter and just go through all like the the indie games that are like in like Steam development mode and you can just be like, "Oh, that game looks interesting interesting as fuck. Here's 10 million dollars. Upgrade that shit to the PS5 and call me in like 5 months." I love that idea. Yeah, but it, like so I you could you could do that and you could like help indie creators make games like that would be part of it too but also part of it would be like hey uh nintendo i want you to make super smash brothers but everyone's naked all right let's do this (laughs) i want you to make super smash brothers but with exponentially more (laughs) titties no i mean like i want i want tits i want dongs flapping like all that jumping around do it only way it would make it better dude quick who has the biggest dick in smash brothers who has the biggest dick in smash brothers link it's 100% King DDD. <laughs> Dave pays Nintendo like $25 billion to like create a graph or a, a, a physics engine just to like for the gravity <laughs> effects on like someone's dawn swinging oh, while they're oh, here. <laughs> I want, I want programmers at Nintendo to spend like three years of their life programming like dong pendulum physics <laughs> on on king ddd <laughs> specifically they only thinks he has the biggest dick because he wants king ddd to have the biggest dick 
Uh, this is a great idea, dude. Like, no, the I answer is probably the answer is Kirby, but one hundred percent. Like, he he eats everything. Now, I like your. I, I wanted to do something with video games, but the only thing I could think of. Did you guys ever see the movie Blank Check? Does anybody know what I'm talking about? Of course they do. Oh, yeah. Sounds familiar. They covered, yeah, of course they covered it on What Would Mom Do uh, podcast. Shout out to... Shout out, cool. shout out. Shout out. Yeah. So the kid had a video game room where it was just like a chair and the entire room was just screens. And I was thinking like, you know, like 100 billion is almost like a blank check. I just have a giant screen video game room. But I like your idea a lot more, Dave. You're like, no, no, no. I'm playing video games. I don't want to you, you play enough where like you don't want to filter out what you like and don't like. You want to know going in you're going to have an experience and you're willing to pay good money for it. I love it. Well, so like what I was thinking with this, basically this whole list was like I it goes it goes without saying that I'm going to have like my dream house, right? Like I'm going to have, you know, a kick-ass like home theater set up basically. I don't need to put that on my list. I think all of us would, except for Bloodbath, he's too busy blocking out the sun, but the rest of us would have <laughs> stuff like that. So like, what else am I going to do with the money? So yeah, that that's the direction I went in. So I am, I'm going to patronize like people making cool video game ideas, but I'm also going to pay for those sweet, sweet dong physics in super smash brothers the noble cause yeah the most noble cause the noble cause aaron what's your number uh two uh my number two is i would live my life the way clay thompson lived his life while he was rehabilitating (laughs) from injury uh, for those of you that don't know, Clay Thompson is the shooting guard for the Golden State Warriors, and he's awesome, and he's super cool, and basically what he does all day is he drives around on a yacht in his free time, and every square uh, foot of the yacht has an Instagram model in it. So uh, if, if, if I'm going to make it like, okay, so here, he, here's, here's what I really, really want to do, and then I'll explain how Clay Thompson's life plays into it. I want to have like a carnival cruise style ship something huge that i can just sail around the world all the time like that's that that's literally all i would do i would have a a a a floating mansion it would be exactly like dave said about like okay obviously this is the perfect house i want to take that one step further i i I want like the biggest yacht i could have with all of the amenities all of the coolest shit that i could imagine and i want to spend my entire life sailing around the world uh but the clay thompson part is is i want to sail around the world with like me like maybe bloodbath my 11 year old brother my own personal chef and a hundred instagram models so i've always really thought it would be cool like to have sex on like what, what's the front of the boat called is that starboard bloodbath what is that called <laughs> that is the uh uh stern the so bow. i've always I've always, I've always wanted to have shut your mouth. <laughs> I've always <laughs> wanted to have sex on the front part of a ship going like into the sunset. And I was like, you know, that sounds pretty sweet. But if I had a hundred billion dollars, I could do that every three hours with six or seven people at the same time. People. So uh, but like what it what it really comes down to is I, I just I, I would love to sail the world. I would want the perfect yacht to do it in. I, I, I would want to have whatever I wanted there at all times, be able to dock wherever I wanted, blah, 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 blah. But also I want there to be like a, a bevy of just like an endless supply of Instagram models. Uh, and then I could live my life the way Clay Thompson does. So my number two giant yacht where I would sail around the world, but with Instagram models. 
10,000 points to Alan for correctly identifying the forward part of a boat. Oh, you know, we, 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 I don't know if Alan was right. And I'm going to pretend like he is because Bloodbath's blocking I, I, out the I, sun and he can't have it. I wasn't, uh, I wasn't listening to your, uh, your hopes and dreams. I was fact checking. <laughs> so Alan was right. Dave does all I the feel work. Like Alan, Dave does all the work. I feel that out of the four of us, Alan's got to be the one that sails the most or has. Yeah. Been Alan, Alan's the definitely most. the most. Definitely got more of a seafaring vibe he's, than the, the, the rest of us. He's a lawyer. Seafaring vibe. <laughs> First of all, Aaron, yeah. you know, Maritime I'm law. flattered. How, hold on. However, however, if there's any of us that's going to become a houseboat guy, that's Aaron. That's oh, yeah. Aaron, 100%. Oh, yeah. yeah. Aaron's going to be the guy that lives on a houseboat, like docked, you know, on the river <laughs> in Troy. <laughs> yeah, I'd be like, I'd be like, uh, he's on the Miami River just <laughs> fishing for, you know, just trying to catch catfish, you know, where their overalls, but they're cut at the knee. So they're like, they're like overalls that lead into jorts, but it's one whole thing, but with like a big white undershirt <laughs> underneath it. Yeah. The water on his boat is just black. Yes, correct. You blacked out the sun, and now life doesn't exist under the water anymore either, Bloodbath. Uh, but yeah, I just think <laughs> good, good. Good. I just think Fuck sailing dolphins. around the world. Yeah, I think sailing around the world would be really, really cool. And I'm just like, how do I make it not boring? Well, if I had everything that like my perfect mansion would have, including a harem. Uh, yeah, I, I think that would be really cool. The only thing Fair you're enough. missing, Aaron, uh, would be two monkeys uh, having a knife fight. Fighting in international waters. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he ain't pretty no more. Uh, but thanks for including me on your in your harem. Yeah, well, you couldn't you could like hang out in the game room or something like the harem. The harem's mine. I'm not <laughs> not going to totally my. Yeah, so. Aaron, you're bringing your 11-year-old brother to do this? I feel Correct. like that's oh, going to yeah. get him taken away by CPS. Like, yeah, really. now, Aaron has $100 billion. $100 CPS billion doesn't now, exist anymore. I can do anything I want to Aaron, Aaron all the time. People Aaron do not understand CPS how... Dismantled yeah, it. Like, if we really wanted to like turn the tables and go dark, <laughs> we could go dark. But I just want to bring my little brother along and you know, let, 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 let him see the world. And, and when he reaches the, the correct <laughs> age of 12 and model. a half. Yeah. When he, when he turns 12 and a half, like I'll make sure he becomes a man properly. You know what I mean? So. <laughs> Does he listen to the show? No. <laughs> no, no, <thank> God. <laughs> no man. All right, I, hope, fine. I hope not, dude. <laughs> Ooh. Let him see how I live. All right. <laughs> this is what a real man looks like and sounds like dirt grub. <laughs> All right, Alan, what's your number two? Uh, oh, my number two is Jurassic Park. Uh, I'd make Jurassic great answer. Park. You'd make the um, movie or you'd great make, answer. You'd make a real life Jurassic Park. That's what you'd be clear. I would purchase two islands All off right. the coast of Good Costa answer. Rica bloodbath. An answer. And on Indeed. those islands, I would uh I would develop a theme park with real live dinosaurs is is what I would do. So I looked into it. I think I could get it done for about twenty-five billion dollars. 
That's not a lot. It's not that much. Honestly, we're not that far away from cloning things, guys. That I mean, like, there's some there's some issues with uh, the integrity of the DNA for the dinosaurs, but I mean, you know, we're like right right about there. Um, Sounds like so ten like, billion dollars can buy your way out of integrity. You know what I mean? <laughs> uh, so twenty five billion for uh, for the park, and then someone did a cost estimate for what it would cost to run it based off of what it costs to run major theme parks and major zoos. Uh, and they figure it'll cost about $12 billion a year. So, I mean, you know, by those numbers, I could run Jurassic Park and not let anyone else come for, you know, seven years. <laughs> and the best and, part is you can't come. I was literally like, are you going to Cartman this and be the only person who's allowed there? Or are you going to open it to the public? Like, you know, because I'm, I'm supportive whatever you decide. No, no, no. I mean, like, it's just going to be me and there's going to be like a big ice cream bar like there was in the movie. And, you know, I'll just sit there and eat ice cream and bear no expense. Look at, Look at dinosaurs all day. Spared no expense. Exactly. <laughs> um, you're just like watching but... that goat get torn to fuck and you're just laughing like, hey, hey, yay! <laughs> no lines. Now, Alan, <laughs> I do have to point this out. Uh, it is heavily implied in parts of the book Jurassic Park and parts of uh, The Lost World um, be, uh, that John Hammond, I believe, dies in the book in Jurassic Park, and then somehow he's back in the Lost World, so I think it is also heavily implied that uh, people are also being cloned in Jurassic Park. Would you venture into that realm too? Would that be an aspect? Not only are you making dinosaurs, but you're also like low-key making people. We'll have to wait and see what my number one is, Bloodbath. Okay. Very good. Very good. But for this this $100 billion, I figure... 25 billion to build it, 12 billion per year to run it, and by the time I've spent my money, the dinosaurs will have killed me. I mean, let's be honest, 7 years is way too long to spend around dinosaurs, they're going to kill you. Oh yeah. So I I think there's an ongoing like and I I feel like this has also been like a theme of Alan's in past episodes where like Alan wants to be god. That's what he wants to be. Like everything is in this spot is just pointing to like Alan. If he had a hundred billion dollars, he'd play God. And I am, I am in Alan. How, Whatever I gotta oh, do, baby, oh, oh, bring man. me along, dude. Aaron, how do you know oh, Alan God. isn't God? Huh? I don't. God can one. be found in everything. That's right. So, so we had a uh, we we have Zoom hearing. Well, not we have Microsoft Teams hearings for uh, for criminal defendants at work. And I jumped on one early today. And the uh, the only other person in there was the defendant. And he had his mic unmuted. And he was just... <laughs> he was there to get sentenced on a, uh, on a violation. And so he knew he was going to go away for some period of time, um, most likely. And he was, uh, he was praying to himself and asking God to help him. And um, I just really wanted so badly to unmute my mic and say, it's all right, bro. I got you. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, where is this going? This is going somewhere we've never gone. Okay, Alan, Jim. Okay. (laughs) Uh, Sorry. No, probably not even funny for the podcast. Just funny for 
for me. Yeah, you're right. It's an Allen joke. <laughs> I loved it. <laughs> All right, Bloodbath, what's your number two? All right, so <clears throat> my number two thing I'd do if I had $100 billion and was going to be selfish about it, uh, two chicks at the same time. <laughs> fucking A, man. <laughs> fucking A, man. And I say selfishly because I don't think I'd make either one of them happy. <laughs> that is fucking um, A, man. <laughs> all right. Uh, in all seriousness. Um, hey, Aaron, turn on channel nine. The breast exam's on. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I have to have a million dollars to not do shit. Look at my cousin. He's broke as hell. Doesn't do anything. Don't do shit. Don't do shit. (laughs) Uh, My number two is that I would buy a um, one. I would buy uh, 2000 acres in a strip, a thousand on each side uh, that goes through Ohio. And then I do the same thing in Indiana and so forth and so forth. So I would have a stretch of land that extends from Ohio to Mexico. Uh, that way I could ride a horse from my location here all the way down to Mexico with <laughs> never touching another person's land and nobody can come onto my land. It would be extremely <laughs> inconvenient for anybody else. This is, this is the bloodbath super highway. I'm into it. No, no <laughs> roads. I'm just going to walk with my horse, the horse like I'm a fucking cowboy. <laughs> You're going to walk with your horse. I'm going to ride the horse. I'm just saying, I'm not gonna, oh. I'm not gonna use a car. I'm not gonna pave it. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna pretend I'm a fucking cowboy. And there's, and as far as the eye can see, in any direction, everything is mine. It's all my land. No one can come on it or nothing. It's good to have land. <laughs> I'm not gonna build anything. I'm just gonna use it to walk, to to transport my goods from one spot to another. And I think this is hilarious because Ted Turner did just that. Uh, super <laughs> villain. <laughs> Extraordinaire. He had land from like Montana to Mexico. He could he could take his horse without ever touching another person's property. That is some that is Diabolical. some like senile billionaire <laughs> yes. shit, dude. Yeah. <laughs> that is it's like I mean Ted, it's Ted not Turner evil Ted necessarily, Turner's a piece of shit. It's not evil. That sounds, but like, a, like, sounds like a drug running operation as well. very sounds funny. like. Yeah. Uh, yeah, dude. Like just again, <laughs> it's not quite evil. It's not really diabolical diabolical but like it's just super inconvenient for lots and lots and lots of people and animals um so would you like so the 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 truly diabolical thing is that other people couldn't go onto your land so like would you spend money policing that or would you like just like the first time somebody does it like draw and quarter them in a public square and scare everybody else from coming onto your land no 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 no. i just put up a huge electric fence Okay. Well, you are very evil. <laughs> no, like you'll see the fence like coming. You'd be like, "Oh, I shouldn't touch that." I'll I'll label it like electric. Don't touch it, dude. You're gonna hurt yourself. Uh, There's just like just, people like, just in don't, like Kentucky. Just don't come onto my land. Uh-huh. Bloodbath. I'll uh, I'll give you the name of my fence guy from Jurassic Park. <laughs> Bloodbath. Who's your fence guy? <laughs> I know a fence guy. I can get you a fence guy by two p.m. <laughs> Uh, yeah, that's good. Like, again, like not 
the most evil thing one of us has said, but that is, you're going to displace a lot of fucking people. And that's, <laughs> yeah, uh, that's pretty evil. He'll, he'll pay him well for it though. Right. I mean, sure, he'll but have like, to buy their land. You know, there's going to be like some 90 year old couple in the middle of, you know, like Missouri. That's like, nope, we ain't selling. And Bloodbath's going to have to do some horrible shit to get them some, like, uh, No Country for Old Men shit to get them off their uh, their land. <laughs> no, dude. Not No Country for Old Men. There will be blood. That's the one. Yeah. Yeah, he's just, like, modernizing, like, some form of manifest destiny by just, like, pushing his <laughs> way through and kicking. I, I also, like, like the image of, like, the it, the line is going through, like, a town, like the way, like, uh, Berlin used to be divided. And there are people on one side of the wall, like, fucking slingshotting. Yeah. To the others. yeah yeah you're <laughs> it's it'd be like a north and south korea situation the the western usb and the eastern usb united states of bath in case you <laughs> forgot mm-hmm. so the, mm-hmm. the militarized zone it's the bloodbath militarized zone yeah BMB. It's, yeah BMZ. it's the bloodbath superhighway the the bbsh uh dave side <laughs> Love it. dave side note uh the thumbnail for this uh episode i'll have to find it but like there's a picture i know it's in the dayton art museum but like there's a picture of like uh like an 1800s uh painting and it's like for like manifest destiny and it's like a bunch of soldiers and like going across like the plains and there's like an angel above them uh we should use that and i should be like the angel and should be like bloodbath's manifest destiny (laughs) you are the most evil person i've ever (laughs) yeah yeah, that's pretty. That is that's the, pretty low, Mister. If I had a rubber hose, I would beat you. Dude, I like how like Bloodbath is like Howard Hughesing his way through this. Like he just like he just like really dives into his like eccentricities, like hardcore. He's not like how would I better my life? He's like how could I make life as easy for me while also making life as hard as possible for other people? Oh yeah, yeah, man. exactly. And this is like. I'm horny. I just have to assume that like bloodbath, you would make this super highway and then you'd, you'd ride your horse down once and then you'd be like, yeah, that was great. And then, Oh, never again. Okay. One and done. Yeah, Never again. (laughs) (laughs) Never horseback riding through New Mexico again. Nah, dude. Okay. So let's take a little break to hear from a sponsor. When we come back, we'll do number ones. Hey everybody, before we do our number one picks, we'd like to talk to you about that magical drink, the one that makes this podcast possible. That's right, we're talking about coffee. At a top three podcast, we are in way different time zones, and we record super late at night for for most of us, actually, and coffee is what makes it all tick. We're proud to share with you one of our favorite local roasteries, Barbell Brew. Barbell Brew provides single-origin coffee beans that are air-roasted in small batches on location in Troy, Ohio, and they're available for shipping nationwide. Check them out at barbellbrew.com where you can find pre-ground or whole bean coffee in several different varieties, or sign up for their Coffee of the Month program for a curated caffeination experience. We also have an exclusive deal for our listeners. 20% off your first order using the promo code TOP3 at checkout. That's the promo code TOP3, that's the number three in there, at checkout, 20% off your first order. 
Barbell Brew also has a really cool program called Coffee for a Cause, where each month they donate a percent of their profits to a different charity. So follow them at Barbell Brew Coffee Roasters on Facebook and at Barbell Brew Coffee on Instagram. And check our episode description for links to those pages and their website so you can get your coffee on. Support local coffee roasters and taste the difference. All right, back to those number ones. My number one uh, selfish thing that I would do with $1 billion is uh, very similar to Alan's number three, although I am not doing this for malicious reasons. Uh, I just want to own a sports team with all the things that come with it. And with $100 billion, like the thing about sports teams is like sports ownership is like a club and like people don't really want to sell a sports team most of the time. But with $100 billion, you can everyone has a price, right? So I would buy the Los Angeles Lakers and just like live in LA and be a rich person in LA, but also own a basketball team, which is like, sounds like the coolest fucking thing in the world to me. So in addition to, you know, paying to render the physics on dongs in super smash brothers i would also be the you know i would be the eccentric billionaire owner of the los angeles lakers who is partly famous for owning the team but mostly famous for that dongs thing so yeah <laughs> <laughs> they're like the announcers are at the nba game like david jackson just bought the los angeles lakers uh made his millions uh forming dong physics for nintendo games yeah. Uh, everybody said he was crazy at the time, but now every video game has <laughs> oh, Donkey the, Kong's dick in it. The new owner of the Los Angeles Lakers uh, came by his fortune in a very mysterious way. Uh, no one quite knows how he got $100 billion, but he spent, you know, $85 billion of those working on, you know, digital dongs in Nintendo games. And with the, uh, with the remainder of his money, he bought the team. So uh, this is the new owner, everybody. <laughs> dog physics, dog textures. Oh, I, yeah. I, Don't even get me started on the textures. We're in 8K, baby. <laughs> you can see Vane. Uh, I so I, I I also thought about like the uh, owning your own like uh, uh, like buying like a uh, like a professional team, and I just feel like there's like probably a like a lot of work that goes into owning and maintaining a professional sports franchise. And that's kind of what like straight like made me like stay away from is kind of I'm I'm kind of like I don't want to do any work I don't want to talk oh, to the yeah. media I don't want to interview people I have a hundred billion dollars I am hiring the best of the best to run all the shit while I just kind of show up and watch the games and <laughs> yes, call in into local sports radio when they lose and yell that's what I'm gonna do <laughs> that's the best part because they have they have to take your call dude if they don't take your call they're committed career yeah suicide. what is like what Cleveland sports radio is not going to take my call when I call in if I own the Browns? Of course <laughs> you they just call into ESPN and curse and you pay yeah. them enough to you're like, no, you have to let me say whatever the fuck I want. That's so yeah. funny. <laughs> you just do commercials, buy commercial time, buy airtime to say whatever you want. 
Oh yeah, like I will I'll buy a Super Bowl ad to just get on there with like just a re- like an iPhone video recorded of me just like, you know, talking about my dinner or something like that. <laughs> Trashing Roger Goodell. You just do what Snoop Dogg does every time the Steelers lose. You just like <laughs> fucking post a video talking hardcore shit about how you hate everybody on your own team. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Or I would just like buy a Super Bowl ad and just like, again, it's like a 30 second iPhone video of me just talking about like, hey, you know who's really cool? Bloodbath's really cool. And that's it. That cost me like $10 million. (laughs) (laughs) Totally worth it. Bloodbath's a great man. (laughs) So that's my number one, buying a sports team. And I'm not doing anything malicious with it because I'm going to buy one of my favorite sports teams. And well, it, actually, you, you know what would be good is buying a baseball team because if I had a hundred billion dollars, I would just fucking load it. up the team yep. with like mm-hmm. all yeah. Hey, Mike Trout, come on! Like, you don't want to play for the Angels? Come on! I will yeah, buy and- out Mike Trout's contract with the Angels <laughs> and bring him to my favorite team. I and and so when I was thinking about this, I was like, the only thing that makes sense, like how can I use my money to its like fullest extent, is buying a major league baseball team and making sure that every time a free agent came, even if like, like he, cause here's what I'll say is like Mike, like who, whoever like the third best third baseman in the MLB is whoever the second best third baseman in the MLB is, they're going to be my second and third string third baseman on my team. <laughs> like I will pay, I will pay somebody $50 million to play every other game. Like I, I don't think I, I will make the Orioles an unstoppable force. <laughs> you spend like six million dollars a game to win. Yeah, they'll yeah, still, that, only, that, win. Yes. They'll still <laughs> only win eighty-five games. Bro, I would pay. I would pay fifty billion dollars for the Orioles to win seventy games a year. <laughs> <laughs> with the like, you make some kind of deal with some kind of like cosmic god to pay fifty billion dollars to guarantee the Orioles win at least seventy-five games per year for the rest of your life. <laughs> Pay like an eldritch <laughs> horror. <laughs> uh, uh, all right, Aaron, what's your number one? My number one is kind of like an all encompassing. And I've always said, I, so we sell like Powerball tickets and like Mega Millions tickets at my work. And I never play them, but anytime I do, it's when it hits a value that I could do this with my life because this is the. This is what I would actually do. My number one is buy my own island, right? So I, and I've talked about this before on the podcast, like the older I get, the more I just appreciate uh, my privacy, silence, uh, uh, you know, things like that. Coconuts, uh, pirates, you know, slimes, sludges, (laughs) uh, buckets of... Buckets of blood. Uh, but no, I, I've always wanted to buy my own island. And I know, I know, and, and, and I, 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 am, I, I know that we have done this top three before. Like we did it in high school or we did it uh, in like when we were in college and we've talked about this. And I believe it was Alan who had said, hey, I want to buy my own island. And then it spawned off. Well, if you have your own island, you got to hire security so pirates don't come around. $100 billion. Boom. I got fucking a uh, century tower. Every I, twenty feet, I, I have lining the fucking. The I have like the navy from the entire country of yeah. Italy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm I'm paying them to make sure that I get my privacy. So I <laughs> I don't I don't know his name, 
Um, but the guy who is like the CEO of like Virgin Mobile or like Virgin Records or something Richard like Branson. that. Branson. Richard Branson, right? So Richard Branson has his own island and it's 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 absolutely fucking perfect. So Richard uh Branson's island, uh Mariah Carey will come and spend, I think it's like two point five million dollars like a day just to like vacation on that island. And and that's what I've always wanted to do. I want to have uh, on my island, I will have everything. I will have a dock for the perfect yacht that I'm going to have. I would have a production studio for the perfect uh, TV streaming service that I would have. I would have my mansion. Uh, I would have a Penn Station. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like this, this, <laughs> this island is a... Th- th- this island is going to be everything I could ever possibly want or need would be on this island. And, you know, like I could have easily said, like, yeah, I'd buy Connecticut. But like I the 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 tropical thing is 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 how I would want to live my life if I had the option of being like, OK, like, where do you want to live and retire and spend your life? It's a tropical locale. I'm thinking like, you know, how much could Fiji really cost? To like buy Fiji <laughs> and like get rid of everybody that lives there and do my own thing, like pre- like eighty billion, like maybe. Um, like I said, there's not a lot to be said because like because eh, there's a ton to be said, uh, but it's not even worth mentioning. The island would have literally everything on it I would ever want in a climate and atmosphere that I would want. I could have my own private jet with a landing pad and fly bloodbath out every time I had an Instagram model party. Yeah, yeah my private jet. I could have my private jet pad and every time, uh, you know, like I was doing something terrible, Alan, come on down, dude. Like, like it's a party now. You know what I mean? But if I had, if I had that money, I, I would 100% buy my own Island. And that's always the joke. Like anytime, like the Powerball gets to like $700 million, I'm like, you know what? I could ball it, buy a small Island with $700 million. I'm going to go ahead and spend $2 on the off chance that I may be able to get my own island. Uh, so, yeah, not much more to be said. My, my, my own area in a tropical locale where I could do whatever the fuck I wanted and have all of the amenities that I would need to survive and be happy. So that's what I would do, just my own island. I like that logic. You know who else had their own island, Aaron? Jeffrey Epstein. <laughs> I was going to say John Locke. That's true. Oh, well, that's true. And Epstein's with great Island power, is probably for sale. For sale yeah. You would think, right? <laughs> and and here's the thing: is like I know nobody would come to it if I was like, "Hey, yeah, I bought an island." Oh shit, which island did you buy? Well, I bought Jeffrey Epstein's island. They're like, "Oh shit," I know people wouldn't come bother me. You know, Jeffrey Epstein did what I would do, but the exact <laughs> opposite. <laughs> Where are you, you going with mean? this one? Yeah, 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 yeah. He he bought an island and used it for nefarious purposes. Where I would buy an island to smoke weed, have sex with Instagram models, and play video games all day. <laughs> the, man, the man had the right idea and executed it in the worst possible way he could have, dude. The man was given an opportunity to buy an island, squandered it like a fucking asshole. I wouldn't do that, dude. I'd, I'd, be, I'd, be, I'd be too high in fucking too many models to be worried about uh, anything else. I think... I just want to... I just hope everyone goes on record as saying that we don't we don't agree with the the uh, thoughts and opinions of Aaron Angle in any way. Yeah, our I top said, three podcast is a very anti Jeff Epstein podcast. <laughs> yeah, let's get let's get out in front of that one. We're, we're, I didn't say anything wrong. 
I didn't say anything wrong. That's, that's yeah, all except I'm saying. for Jeffrey Epstein had the right idea, and then people shut he, off the, the island, podcast. With the island, <laughs> yeah, he made one good decision in his life. He bought an island. Ooh. Aaron, I think you better just stop. Oh, man. Uh, I will God, die on this that's hill. Gotta be, that's got to be some kind of life being Aaron. <laughs> Done that. Alan, help this kid out, no. man. You're his lawyer. <laughs> like, no. oh no, man, he's hung himself, buddy. Now imagine Filibuster. Aaron, but also if he had an island. Yeah, imagine Aaron, but now he has so much money that the law doesn't apply to him. Oh, no, don't, no, don't say it like that. Now it makes me look as bad as you guys are trying to. Don't say that. Bloodbath brought up Jeb Epstein. I wasn't going to talk about it. Bloodbath brought that into the world. That came from Bloodbath's head. I'm going to make and print a top three podcast motivational posters. You know, the ones that have like a sunset in the background. And at the bottom, it says, Jeffrey Epstein had the right idea, Aaron Angle. <laughs> All right. Um, Alan, what's your number one? Um, my number one is so this is uh i will I, i'm not exactly sure how this this was gonna work i'm going to remake star wars <laughs> um live action in front of me um so i'm gonna have they're they're gonna develop laser technology so they can shoot one another with lasers and lightsabers uh, we're going to have clones so they can keep doing it over and over again. We'll just replace them. Um, we can have like real Wookiees and Ewoks. Right? I, the, if the cost You're is right. too high, if the cost is too high, we'll just start scaling it down. We'll use kid clones instead, <laughs> you know, to fly like the little child sized TIE fighters and X Wings. Um, but yeah, so the cloning costs, I think I looked up, you'd be shocked how much stuff is cloned now. I guess I, I guess I was shocked. A lot of stuff is cloned now. A bunch of like sniffer dogs they use in customs and polo horses and people get their, their pets cloned. You could get your dog cloned for $50,000. $50,000. So I figure. I just can't horse, see. <laughs> <laughs> Well, so a horse is 80. Well, so, but that's the thing. It doesn't really matter if their livers don't work or they have a half of a lung because my clones, they're meant to die for my entertainment. Right. <laughs> I mean, they're <laughs> they're reenacting the Battle of Endor. There have got to be stormtroopers on that Death Star, man. I mean, otherwise you don't have anything invested. But I figure, you know, m maybe a hundred thousand dollars per clone. 85,000 for a horse, 50,000 for a dog. You know, they don't have to be perfect. Like I said, they don't have to be perfect. So maybe 100,000 per clone, I can do that forever. And so, you know, as I'm having my my after dinner after dinner drink and smoking my money cigar, I can watch uh these money little cigar. child these little child clones uh fight to the death uh and with Ewoks and Wookiees. So yeah, I would remake Star Wars live action to have people fight and die for my entertainment. Nice. That's so my number I, one. 
I, I have this idea of like, so like it's, it, it's like on loop, like constantly in Alan's house, they are starting from the beginning of star Wars episode one going acting all the way through episode nine, no matter if Alan's around or not. So like Alan, like just like wakes up in the morning, like walks out in his underwear and it's the fucking battle of Endor. Right. He goes and he makes some coffee, takes his fucking giant shit. He comes out. It's like halfway through episode five. I love this idea. That's very funny. Yeah, it's like TV. Like Alan would come in and be like, oh, cool. Like they're, you know, <laughs> they're infiltrating the Death Star. All right, I'll sit down and watch this for 30 minutes. <laughs> he's like showing a girl and he's like, oh, check this out. This kid's going to stab this other kid in the face. Yeah. <laughs> My favorite part. No, yeah. oh, you see that job of the hut? That's real, baby. Now. Alan, yeah, when, you, when you clone, are you going so... Will you be cloning the actors? Like, will you be cloning Mark Hamill and Harrison Ford, or are you just cloning random Luke Skywalker on Solo? No, no, no. They're going. They're going to be clones of the folks. So, like, we'll have a Mark Hamill. It may not be a perfect Mark Hamill. Like I said, I mean, you I'm not gonna. <laughs> <laughs> you can see maybe his face is a little bit off, web feet. I don't know. I don't like. I'm, probably not that smart because my suggestion um, would be uh instead of harrison ford i think you should use nick nolte for han solo i think that'd be a, a much better choice <laughs> i'm with bloodbath god damn it chewbacca the goddamn hybrid <laughs> <laughs> we, can, we can probably try it out okay you know i mean it may it may not work out but we'll give we'll give nolte a shot <laughs> you got unlimited money dude you might as well have like a week's worth of playthroughs with a Nolte clone. <laughs> yeah, no, it would be fun. It would be fun. We'll we'll give Nolte a go. It's the so. Do you have okay. like a do you have like a master computer where you can kind of like pick what you want this week's show to be? Like, okay, this week I would like Samuel L. Jackson to play Luke Skywalker, and <laughs> I would like <laughs> and I would like Adam Sandler to play Darth Vader and. <laughs> <laughs> you just go through the line like that and just pick, I mean, like customize your Star Wars experience. I bet you, I bet that you could. I, you know, now that I'm thinking, I didn't get that far into it, but these are some great ideas on how to implement this. So, Luke, I, mean, I am your father. <laughs> <laughs> this week, Jackie Chan is playing Princess Leia. <laughs> I wanted to do it. Dave Dave did the best version of that. <laughs> oh my god. And Chris Tucker returns as R2D2. <laughs> I gotta stop oh, doing Aaron. black guy impressions. I'm gonna get this kicked off <laughs> for sure. How is this Aaron's most controversial uh, controversial episode? It's not, dude. This is what the people want, baby. Oh, remember, Aaron. Shit. Aaron got beeped on previous episodes. <laughs> I just be, I just be living my life. Oh God. <laughs> uh, all right. Blood terrible bath. number what's, three. They're terrible. What's number your number one? one? <laughs> all right. Uh, my number one. Um, two chicks at the same time. Fucking. Fucking a, a bro. <laughs> Fucking a man. Um. All right. My number one. If I had a hundred billion dollars, I would use it to extend the lives of you three uh indefinitely. 
So what oh, I no. would do, I would I would invest money in uh, different uh, robotics and um, uh, other kind of cybernetic uh, technologies. And as you each get older, I would slowly replace uh, your uh, body parts with uh, machines. <laughs> oh, Aaron, Particular. he's more machine than man now. Bleep, 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 bloodbath, do you want a blowjob? Y'all know he's going to fuck us, right? Y'all know that, right? Uh, uh, but um, I would slowly replace your body parts with a machine. <laughs> I was going to say, you're going to replace Aaron's colon with a flashlight. <laughs> what? Bleep, bleep, bleep. do you want to have sex with my colon? Uh, I... <laughs> oh dude oh my god um no i would just slowly replace your body parts with machines <laughs> until like you just like these hollow like shells of people and you like have like hundreds of years in the future and you just have these like vague memories of like I was a man once, and it like <laughs> freaks you out, and gives you all kinds of like trauma. You're like, is there no. still a part of us that's alive? Ah, <laughs> uh, and we would just hang out and uh, and play Black Nintendo the sun together. <laughs> Build. Hey, Alan, you want to play Donkey Kong Country? <laughs> Kill me, please. <laughs> build pillow forts and play goldeneye and uh i am in eternal it. pain uh i have you guys around forever and that's what counts life is torture <laughs> replacing aaron's colon why why did you program me to feel pain uh, Dave, Dave's knees go out, so he just gets a uh, tank treads. <laughs> Dave, knock out this wall for me, real quick. Whatever you say. I was gonna, say, I was gonna say, and because I have tank treads for for legs, I'm not allowed inside the house anymore because I keep messing up the carpet. <laughs> you're just whenever it's storming outside, you're just sitting by the back door, <laughs> looking at the yeah. watching. <laughs> just like the one part of you that can cry like you just have like a tear duct left <laughs> it, it just like trails down the fucking tank tread I'll, I'll like slowly lose the top of his head so he's he gets uh, a replacement and he just looks like Robocop from now on. <laughs> I was going to say, Alan, you would replace the top of Alan's head with like just a bowl so you eat your cereal out of the top of Alan's head. That's a good way to spend a fortune, bloodbath. Good point. That's an excellent way. Money well spent. Question. <laughs> All right. G give or take 10 years after we start becoming robots. Okay, over under 10 years. Of us becoming robots, how long does it take Bloodbath to get sexually curious about it? I'm taking, I'm taking, I'm taking the under, under and I'm taking the, the under, under hard. Yeah, I'm taking, you know, it, I'm taking a... it real hard. Like I this know Bloodbath is gonna fuck Dave within five months. Like oh, one yeah. hundo.
this is a uh, I have no mouth and I must scream scenario that Bloodbath's created for us. <laughs> so, Dave, did you know you were programmed to be a pleasure model? And Dave's just like, weak, weak, weak lame, weak, lame. Uh, Aaron would be like, I wouldn't spring for like steel or metal or chrome for his pieces, so it's just cardboard. <laughs> it's cardboard boxes. <laughs> Cardboard boxes and a flashlight. Oh, shit, I'm I am horny oh, yeah. all over again, my dudes. Oh man, I am never going to forget Aaron saying in a robot voice, "Bloodbath, do you want to have sex with my colon?" <laughs> <laughs> I'm just oh, it, it, this is all a fantasy, dude. I'm just trying to fulfill his as much as possible while we're all together. And that's what uh, makes Aaron such a good friend. That's why I want you to live forever, buddy. Till the end of time, till the sun explodes. <laughs> the rays being reflected back at it from Bloodbath's blackout curtain. Bloodbath has a plan. Bloodbath has a plan. Bloodbath's gonna survive past the heat death of the universe. Yeah. Oh yeah. Make a make America great again in the Bloodbath way. <laughs> the USB. 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 <laughs> All right, let's uh, move into honorable mentions. Lightning round style. My honorable mention is quite simple. I am going to use my money to undo uh, everything that Aaron has said on the podcast so far. So, <laughs> oh, man, even the Jeffrey Epstein thing, dude. Even the Jeffrey Epstein thing, dude. You're no fun, bro. <laughs> All right. Uh, Aaron, what's your honorable mention? Bring uh, back my, the Jeffrey Epstein thing. <laughs> yeah, my honorable mention is canceling what Dave said in his. Uh, no, my honorable mention is getting uh, uh, front row, courtside, you know, first line seats to first. Uh, <laughs> first, <laughs> my, my, I'm gonna start. I'm gonna start. I'm gonna start, start over. Blah, best started. You know, what, I'm not even gonna say that out loud because that would be the worst thing I've said on this podcast. Uh, uh, my honorable, my honorable mention is, uh, going to be like getting front row seats to every home sports game that I care about Pelican season ticks front row. So I can dap up CJ McCollum. You know what I'm saying? Pittsburgh Steelers. I'd pay to sit on the sideline so I could just stand next to Mike Tomlin and inherit that aura. You know, uh, I don't have any other sports teams I like. So just basically the Pelicans and the steel and the Steelers, but yeah, just, <laughs> You know, I I I'd, I'd want to go to those games whenever I could. I would because I'm not working. Uh, so just yeah, yeah. Season tickets, best uh, best available seats to all my favorite sports teams. I like the idea of having a seat just like on the bench or like standing next to Mike Tomlin, and like he doesn't ask you for advice, and you never talk to him. You're just there. I would pay him money to like uh, when he was like ready to celebrate after a big play. The first person he would come up to was me and like dat me like, you know, I could be the owner of the Steelers, but I know they're much better at it than I am. So I didn't want to say buy the Steelers, you know, but I would well, I pay money say, to like, sit on the sideline and have Mike Tomlin dat me up after first downs. But that's the thing. Like you have so much <laughs> money, you could just buy the team for, and just have everything still in place the same way. You're just uh, the owner. It's right. a working. I mean, well, it's a working formula, man. I'd I'd fuck with something by buying the team. I know I would. I mean, I think technically oh, I bought the team, and so first off, they aren't going to have a quarterback to throw the ball, Aaron. And second off, I'm not selling you season tickets. 
I'd outbid Alan because he's spending all his money on Jurassic Park. Like, I got my own <laughs> island. I got a yacht that I'm going around the world in. Like, you know, like I've spent $3 billion on my top three. Like, you spent yeah, be, a lot be, on yours. It'd be a shame. Outbidding. It'd be a real shame if there were some dinosaurs on your island, Aaron. You know? There would be. That's awesome. It'd be a real shame if there were some dinosaurs loose in Heinz Field. <laughs> Real shame. <laughs> hey, man, we, we all remember James Harris at Troy Polamalu, man. Dinosaur's been there forever. <laughs> Alan, what's your honorable mention? Oh, I got a bunch. Um, so, oh, oh, no. <laughs> so, so, all right. So I'd buy the Palace of Versailles for $50 billion, and then I'd have a live battleship set up. So I'd create like a debauched, like a more debauched, las vegas in the palace of versailles and then we'd have live action battleship you know? i love that i love yeah. that um i would purchase all of the roadways in west virginia and i would fix them but i wouldn't let anyone else drive on them um, <laughs> very very, very bloodbathian of you i would create my own space travel company um jurassic park but with pokemon um i would in space n no no that's a different one so <laughs> my there were two separate <laughs> thoughts i was confused too two separate ones um i would make i would make a giant moving island instead of a mega yacht um i would have obviously a, such a good idea scrooge mcduckian pool of soft money some sort of soft money not gold coins um and dollar bills and for sure and I would have a giant solar panel to block out the sun and I'd sell power to the plebes. Very nice. Very nice. Yeah, I know Bloodbath approves. Bloodbath approves right. a lot of what you just said right there. Bloodbath, what's your honorable mention? Uh, my honorable mention is that I would um, hire uh, Jerry Seinfeld and Larry David and all the actors to just recreate uh, modern episodes of Seinfeld for me all day, every day. Um, also, honorable mention, uh, you know what? Two chicks at the same time, because uh, I'd like to really do that. So um, I would too, that man. That, that's that's a noble cause. And uh, what I so isn't there like a like an Instagram handle or a Twitter that's uh that's like a modern day Seinfeld where they talk about the problems that like different people in Seinfeld would be going through today. Yeah, that's and it's that, awesome. That's very modern funny, Seinfeld. dude. Modern Seinfeld would be very, very funny. Yeah, I would love that. And two chicks at the same time. Obviously. Those are my picks. Obviously. All right, I'll get us started with our listener top threes for this episode. And first up is Chris N, whose number three is a mega yacht. Number two is a Japanese fighting mech. And nice. number one, buy Disney and force them to canonize the Jar Jar Binks was a Sith the whole time fan theory. And <laughs> honorable mention, open a trading card game slash tabletop game shop in my hometown. Good list, especially with the Jar Jar theory. That would make... I don't care about Star Wars canon anymore, and that would make so many people mad, and I'm into it. <laughs> yeah. I'm actually, yeah, I'm I'm actually jealous. I didn't think of Japanese fighting mech. That's objectively yeah, that's, a great that's answer. A great answer, yeah. All yeah, right, you, you wouldn't need to like 
you wouldn't need to like take airplanes or have a private jet. You just fly your fighting mech from place mm-hmm. to place, land it in mm-hmm. the Walmart parking lot. <laughs> Scare everybody out of Walmart alone <laughs> shopping time. All right. Next up, we have my lifelong nemesis, Mo. Uh, Mo's number three is completely reshoot season seven and the necessary season eight of Game of Thrones with a gun to George R.R. Martin's head while he works to sketch out the ending with the showrunners. I actually had an answer very similar. Where I was just going to be like, hey, George R. R. Martin, here's a billion dollars. Finish the fucking books. Uh, number two, buying the naming rights to an exert to to an absurd number of things. Examples. Cleveland Brown Stadium becomes <laughs> Cleveland Brown Stadium becomes doo-doo Butterfield support. <laughs> University University of Michigan football stadium because becomes Woody Hayes, uh, a Woody Hayes Stadium. Gillette Stadium in Foxborough becomes rub and tug place. Uh, <laughs> you're, you're a Steelers fan. Let's chill. Uh Foxborough yeah. be or uh Green Bay Packers logo just becomes a just becomes the picture of Brett Favre's tiny dong. He said to that reporter, uh, what was, wasn't that tiny? I don't know what you're talking about. (laughs) 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 Number number one, buy the Pittsburgh pirates inside the top 40 players in the MLB and have a payroll over $2 billion and just mash everyone. Great answer. (laughs) Honorable mention. New undershirts, socks, and underwear every single wear. I also That's thought about buying. Awesome like, answer. I yeah, did not I, really I, good. I, I I thought about the tour. I was like, I'll never wear the same thing twice. That's very funny. Yeah, that's good. I I like the naming rights thing too. You you just you'd every time like people are like, well, I'm gonna go to my first like Cleveland Browns game. Welcome to Doo Doo Butterfield, everybody. <laughs> Please find your seats in an orderly fashion. <laughs> The dog pound becomes the splatter sex. <laughs> uh, next up is Hua, whose number three is new undershirts, socks, and underwear every single wear. That is a really great idea. Number two, buy a house next door to BTS's house. Or number one, travel the world. And I didn't... have fresh undershirts, socks, and underwear every single day. I didn't know this, but BTS, according to Hua, who who likes them a lot, and I trust what she says, what, what they live that? together. It, the, BTS, like the biggest K-pop group. They oh, live okay. together? Yeah, they live together. That's and there's really like, there's funny. seven of them. Like, they're like in their 30s or something, and they all live together because it's it's probably part of like their management's, like their what image. they tell them, you know, they control their lives and everything but i thought that was fucking wild they all live in the same house together they're all fucking each other 100 percent. the only answer thousand percent percent. i'm disappointed that alan uh made up pause number three uh in that i really was hoping he was gonna say like uh number three uh reduce the size of dave's penis Yeah, get get Dave major dick surgery. (laughs) It it was right there, Alan. It was right there. Some chances later on for sure. All right, next up is Rat Boy. Number three, (laughs) give half to Elon Musk. All right. Number two, get Spoon or some shit. I don't know some bullshit band. Craig likes to have them play a show just for me and not invite Craig. Number one, <laughs> buy the Baltimore Orioles. 
honorable honorable mention. Invest more into crypto and call girls that rejected me in high school and tell them about all the crypto I own. <laughs> you can buy the Baltimore Orioles for seventy three dollars. It's been on eBay since like two thousand seven. Yeah, no one wants it. Yeah, nobody wants it. Next up is Craig whose number three is buy the Dodgers and move them to an Alaskan high school stadium. <laughs> smart, smart. Uh, number two, give half to The Rock to make him run for president. And <laughs> number one, buy every house on Ratboy's street and not take care of them so his home value depreciates dramatically. Smart. <laughs> Honorable mention, make that live action Kirby movie I've been writing. <laughs> I've been writing. <laughs> Good one, Craig. Way to salvage. John All Leguizamo right. is playing Kirby. <laughs> <laughs> no, you, no, no. You just clone Willie or you clone Louis Anderson, and he's Kirby. All right. Next up, we have Adam. Uh, Adam's number three is become a vigilante whose whole purpose is to destroy yachts. No yacht is safe for me. I demand they all be destroyed. <laughs> Adam, come and fucking get some. Uh, number two, fun Guillermo, Guillermo del Toro's At the Mountain of Madness. Number one, that's it. I don't care. Uh, pay off bills and stuff. Uh, pay off, paying off bills is not inherently selfish. So I'm going to go ahead and make up his number one, which is to wear only to wear an article of clothing only one time and then throw it in the trash and buy new articles of clothing. This has become a very popular idea. Hmm. Yes. Hmm. Next up is Brandon, whose number three is buy a, buy a country, become their ruler. <laughs> Very cool. Um, so he wants to enslave a country. I don't know which country is <laughs> for sale for that. Uh, number, two, number two, buy the biggest toilet paper company and set it on fire. Hell yeah. Get down with that. <laughs> uh, and number one, buy Twitter out from Elon Musk and sell it to Burger King for 50 bucks. Why would you sell it to Burger King when Wendy's is so much funnier? So I, I, I asked him that exact question and he just started giggling and did not respond after that. Fair enough. I respect that. I respect it. All right. Next up is Vince. Sounds made up, but okay. Uh, number three, hang out with Nick Cage more often, implying that you hang out with him a little, but not a lot. Not, uh, not as much as you hope. <laughs> number two, never wear socks or underwear more than once. Damn, that that is like a, a very common thing. I never <laughs> would have thought about that. It's such uh, a rich person thing. Number one, eat a meal in a different country whenever I want to. That's not bad. Hell yeah. Uh, number Next up is Ashley A. Number three, get a house cleaner. Number two, get a 69 Corvette. And number one, buy land for the farm of my dreams. Very good. I would, I would like to have a farm. I don't want to like be a farmer, but I would like to have a farm. I I also think it'd be cool to have a farm. Uh, this is my cousin, and I think it's very funny that she said, "Get a '69 Corvette." <laughs> like, she <couldn't, laughs> like she couldn't get one in every possible color. I, don't know, I just thought that was very she funny. She could she could get doubles of all the classic cars, like Bob <laughs> she, Odenkirk. She could get. She could get like Jessica Alba to be her house cleaner. Like, you know, that's all right. She wants what she wants, man. Money's not an issue. All right. Next up, we have Caitlin. Uh, Caitlin didn't have a three to two, so I'm going to go ahead and make them up. Number three, Caitlin wishes for Bloodbath's major dick surgery. 
Uh, that's <laughs> that's going to be your number three, which is selfish because she will get some use out of it. Uh, Caitlin's number two is to bring back the dodo bird from extinction, which is <laughs> wild, but I'm fucking in. Uh, number one, uh, Caitlin wants to build her own house with a koi pond, home daycare, and a potting shed. Very peaceful. I like that answer. I like the implication that if Caitlin has a hundred billion dollars, she's still Potting going to shit. send her kids to daycare. <laughs> yeah. I don't, I don't know Caitlin, but this is very, this is very good to me. Yeah. They, they're going to have to be in a different part of the house. Cause I'm too busy hanging out in my potting shed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Being my boy. Uh, next up is George. Who's number three is to uh, produce a Broadway musical of major league. His number two <laughs> is to develop a truth serum and ask Aaron why he is the way that he is. <laughs> and number one is to buy the Pelicans and move them to Gary, Indiana and charge 500 bucks a seat until they go bankrupt. That's, um, a, great, yeah. that's a good idea. That's pretty much what they're doing now. Yeah, it's close. Yeah, I can support that. Yeah, good. That is all of our listener top threes for this episode. Thank you, everybody, for writing in. If you would like to participate in a future episode, the easiest way to do that is to join our Discord server, where I will post the topics, and you can easily get your top threes to us. The Discord invite link is down in the show notes. We would love to have you come in and chat. We're talking about top three stuff. We're talking about movies, games, all kinds of stuff. Good times in the Discord server. You can also check on our social media pages. We also post the topics there. You will find links to those down in the show notes also. So good episode, guys. Good uh, good conversation. And uh, you know what? I've learned something today. <laughs> I learned that $100 billion isn't about blocking out the sun or building Jurassic Park or surrounding your 11-year-old brother with Instagram models. It's about friends. It's about chasing your passions. And it's about the joy you feel when you're able to live unshackled from the demands of adult life, free of the hardships of the nine to five grind. It's about breaking down barriers to your true happiness and getting to that point where you send a text and six hours later, a man in a black suit steps off of a Japanese fighting mech to deliver a hot fresh baconator straight into your hands. <laughs> well said. Yeah, well said, Dave. Go, That's so go, true. Go God America. Bless America. Go America. Go Broncos. Go, go, go Broncos. <laughs> Thank you, everybody, for listening. If you'd like to support a top three podcast, please hit subscribe if you haven't already. Leave a rating and review if you have enjoyed the show. Thank you very much for listening. And we will see you next time. Bye. Bye, everybody. Bye.